Recording in progress. Hello and welcome to Live from America podcast. This is Hatem alongside Noam Dorman, owner of the Comedy Cellar. Two of our favorite and regular comedians are here. Kate Herman. Hello. Just got back from uh, filming something, a movie. Uh, we can discuss details, people, but it's very big. It's very big. And speaking of big, one of our favorites and uh, comedian, very funny and regular on this show, Dan Nademan. And now he's an author as well of Ira Spiro, Before COVID, a, no a novel by Dan Nademan. So, right. and, and since I'm a novelist now, I think I'll be a little more serious in, in my, um, you know, discussion. Yes. A little you more. Know, yeah, maybe maybe you need a glass as, as well. No, I need a pipe. You need a pipe. Need a pipe. Yeah. And, and a little dog. And yeah, yeah. Well, Dan, congratulations. Great book. You know, uh, we all read it here. I don't know if Noam finished it yet. Did you yeah, finish Noam it? did finish it, at least according to Noam. Well, Noam's going to say, is it in Arabic yet, Hatim? Did you read it? That's what you wanted to say, didn't you? <laughs> did you really read it? I, I didn't it. finish it yet. I, you didn't finish it. I know. You yeah. need a dictionary. Uh, <laughs> no, so, some of us have to work. I don't know if you know that. Some of us do. Hatem, were there, were there any problems from a vocabulary or a linguistic point of view for you being no, a non-native uh, English speaker? No, no, no. Actually, uh, no, not at all. And uh, it was very enjoyable, too. It's not that, you know, there are some books you read and you're like, ah, oh, whatever. You know, no, actually, I wanted to keep going. But I literally this week, I, was, I had a lot of tests, a lot, a lot of exams, stuff like this. I was just extremely busy. Let me tell you, you know? how it ends. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I'll tell you when it ends, you know. Um, but yeah, Dan, congrats. Uh, great book. And as I said, like from the beginning, you know, you just get hooked. But, you know, there's so much to talk about. I mean, I already have so many questions. I'm sure uh, everyone here does as well. So first of all, you read this. You, you wrote it during uh, COVID. Did you well, think about I, it? Well, I started it uh, before the pandemic. I started it um, a few months before, maybe six or seven months before COVID was even a thing. But then COVID came along. name it before COVID. Well, it wasn't named before COVID at that time. It was untitled. And then when COVID came along, I said to myself, well, I got to include COVID. I mean, like, it's so, COVID is such a big deal that it would be hard to ignore it in a book that takes place in the present. It's not a historical book. It's not a future book. It takes place now. So it was hard to ignore it. So I, I integrated it. And, and, and quite honestly, uh, it, COVID came in damn handy as a good place to end the book because I was kind of wondering, how am I going to end this thing? And when am I going to end this thing? And COVID came along and, and, and was actually quite helpful in that regard. Um, it gave me kind of a nice end point. I mean, it's a shame that hundreds of thousands of people had to die, but, but it did help, my, <laughs> it did help uh, help me come up with a decent ending for the book. So, when you, so you, your idea was you wanted to write a book. Like, let's start from the beginning. You was like, I want to write a book. Was it a novel from the beginning or just like you wanted uh, to? I, for about 10 years, I thought to myself, I probably should write a novel because I've written screenplays. And the problem with a screenplay is when you write one, if nobody wants to invest millions of dollars into making it into a movie, all you have is a screenplay on your hard drive that's of no value. So I said, well, a novel at least... You can sell a novel. Pe people can read a novel, even if no, you know. So, so I, but there was no, I didn't have an idea that excited me sufficiently to take on a, what I consider to be a monstrous undertaking. 
in order to get motivated, I needed an idea, and no idea came to me until I came up with this idea. Um, I was reading about some about memoirs and and people that write memoirs, and it serves as a therapeutic for them. And so I thought, well, okay, how about a comic that writes a memoir and learns about himself, and then. And then I just added elements to it, but that was the basic structure, and then that gave me sufficient motivation to to write it. And like I said, I started it before COVID. Then COVID came along, and then so there became a COVID element was added to it, um, to to it. So you know that, that's how it evolved. But but as I said, you know the the main reason is is I, years ago I read a book by William Goldman saying he encourages anybody with a screenplay idea to write a novel instead because a novel is an actual product. And a novel can become a screenplay, yeah. you know, too. So you have that option. So did you I, did you I, had in mind that it could turn to a screenplay? Because because from what I read so far, yeah. it could be a movie as well. It could be I a had good that movie. thought. Yeah, it could be a really good movie. Well, yeah. I mean, I did think of that, and um, that that entered into my my pro- process, you know. And is that why uh, you don't use quotation marks? Um, I uh, that was just stylistic choice. I've seen it done that way in other books. Um, maybe because I read a lot of books in French, and maybe that's how they do it there. But that 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 was a stylistic choice, and if you read the book, you'll know what Kate is talking about. Is what, what was the question, Kate? Why, why instead of qu- quotes around the dialogue, it's just a dash, an indented dash. Oh. I think that's like a very efficient way to write dialogue. Uh, I'm not sure, but it took I've me a minute it, to get used to it. I've seen it done that way. It didn't hinder my enjoyment too much. I'm getting a, I'm getting a Tesla next week. I'm going to get used to your dialogue too. I, I'm I'm all about the future, Dan. <laughs> Tesla has the new Tesla that Noam's getting has half a steering wheel, so Noam has to get used to that. But yeah, yeah. I don't want to get bogged down in Tesla when we could be promoting my book. Uh, <laughs> I think we're we're going to switch to Afghanistan. Well, you can read it. Oh, while we're not you're switching to Afghanistan Tesla. today. Trust me. Oh, okay. okay. I'm Ron, so mad. I'm so Ron, mad about this. Ron, 45 years old, with thinning hair, increasingly dominated by gray strands, was well-known, but not nearly as well-known as most comics thought was appropriate, given the quality of his edgy, absurdist humor. Kate, who is that? I don't know. Hatem. Don't know. I'm going to read it again. Ron, 45 years old with thinning hair, increasingly dominated by gray strands, was well-known, was well-known, but not nearly as well-known as most comics thought was appropriate, given the quality of his edgy, absurdist humor. Final round. We'll, we'll do done. This dun, is the one that disses you dun, when you start off, right? What, what, what real-life comic does that sound like it's based on? Well, I don't know if we should say. <laughs> A lot. Dan is because Dan says in the beginning of the book that it's not based on any character. So, you know, maybe you were influenced by something, but. Yeah, Brian definitely wasn't influenced by any. Yeah, real Brian's life. not me. <laughs> I would say that's David. I would say that's uh, a, a David Tell type they, yeah. character. David Tell type character. Well, oh, yeah. and, and your case is buttressed by the fact that his last name is Apple. Oh, that's Apple. Yeah. Book. So, and, so um, that, that probably had. so stupid. I hated that trivia round. That uh, probably David Tell did probably enter into my thoughts. Yes, I, I, I um. Well, that, I well, that's another question. It's like you're a comedian, you're like in this world where you know all the people, and you're writing this. Like, how could you not be influenced by some people? Like, what did you want it to be influenced? Yeah, by some Tony people? doesn't sound like anybody either. 
Uh, yes, of course, I was influenced by people, obviously. But but did you? Did you and, make, and, and Brian, Rezac, Brian Rezac's a straight ripoff of Noam, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't agree uh, with that, but yeah. What's that? I'll add a couple more elements to Noam's character in the book. Well, um, you, you know, so yes, obviously, there's uh, people are some people are based on real people, other people are amalgams of people, and. You know, Ira himself obviously has elements of me in him, but not entirely. Yeah. You know, elements that that are well, he's more successful than I am. He 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 gets laid more than I do, and um, you do make all of the female characters hot. Um, she said hot. <laughs> well, I think it'd be harsh to write like she was a a a, a, a wretched woman. Uh, well, you don't you have know. to say wretched, but you describe <laughs> them all as like gorgeous. Okay. I guess guys tend to do that, you know. We're living in our fantasy land. You waste time thinking about a girl who's not hot. But there, there are there are women that I don't describe um, one way or the other that you could imagine if it if if it's helpful to you, you can imagine them as being, uh, you know. Kate uh, is not right. All the women post fertility are not described as hot, Kate. <laughs> the mom. Okay, I mean, there was a waitress. I, there was a waitress I mentioned in passing that I was that I didn't describe at all. Except he's a waitress, so you can you can imagine her any way you please. Yeah. Okay, Kate. Tony had a habit of using the N word quite liberally, using it to refer to people of all races. Taking shots of tequila. <laughs> As an African American, he was I was supposed authorized to do so, but Ira found it somewhat jarring. Though by this time he was used to it. What what what? Uh, who's that, Kate? Well, aside from his. Uh description of having a very toned muscular gym rat-esque physique i would say it's sherrod that's yeah. <laughs> an amalgam of sherrod and with greer's physique yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i think that's that that's uh, an obvious one but <laughs> do you think <laughs> <laughs> so but it is well first of all i know dan the, the thing is that dan considers sherrod as i've said as many times dan considers sherrod to be a delightful character and and he portrays Tony as his delightful character in the book. He really, he's really like the most fun character in the whole book. He lights up the book. I was a little bit skittish about having an African American character because, like, you know, a white writer or as white as as, as you might consider me, portraying an African American can get dicey. Um, you cross the bridge when somebody starts reading the book, Dan. But yeah, yeah. If nobody reads it, then it doesn't matter. And if and if a lot of people read it, then then it's good. So I guess I can't lose. Yeah. But but I did consider that you know um, whether no, you, didn't, you didn't do anything that anybody would find objectionable. I, I, in my no, opinion. and I think that like even your whole like the reoccurring theme of like the use of the n word is like and a good take on it. Well, that's the thing. I, I think that people that fans of comedy like it'll be a good book like novel to just read. Also, try to guess who's who. I mean, don't you think? I think we've already covered who's who. There aren't really any other comedic characters that are really based on anybody yeah those are the uh, ones i noticed yeah yeah you know the the other ones are either amalgamations or they're just they're not you know they're they're kind of peripheral characters anyway i mean there's one character that's canadian but he doesn't other than that he doesn't have anything in common with phil hanley yeah so you know other than the fact that he's canadian he's not a very he's kind of peripheral anyway I asked, I was worried that uh, Judd Apatow might think that he was the uh, film producer, but uh, Dan assured me uh, 
off mic that uh, he absolutely was not the film producer and he damn made the very good place. Well, Doug Judd hasn't directed any crappy movies like that. So, so <laughs> I was I was worried that Judd might read it and think that it was him, but uh, it's not him. So that's it. Well, I think he's gonna read it, and I think he probably did already. Well, Judd has it. I don't know if he'll read it. I mean, people are busy. People, you know, people. Well, I, I was tempted. I was tempted to email him and, and recommend him reading it, but then I was afraid he might think that Dan was behind the scenes asking me to email him to recommend him read it. So I, so I left it alone for a while. You should have do it. I mean, like, it's a good book. It's not like I understand if you recommend something, I was like, ah, well, whatever, you know. Yeah. Still, I'm, I'm I'm so close with Dan that Judd might not be able to help. But him. that's the thing. I think that's another what because I was telling Dan we were talking about the other day when I told you, and he said I really like the book. Uh, Beyond the Sea is like being close friends with you. It's more dangerous than not because you will crack jokes at us like boom left up. You will be very comfortable criticizing. So you know when you give a compliment to somebody very close, I think it's 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 very powerful. You know, I, I, I do wonder how no, I mean, Noam says he liked the book. I've been told that he's told people behind my back that he liked the book. So I'm reasonably satisfied that he's being sincere. But I, I do sometimes wonder what if he didn't like the book? How would he have handled it? Oh, he will tell you. <laughs> I, I would have just said I'm, I didn't finish it and whatever. I, I don't know what I would have done. It would have been really awkward. Or I might have just told you privately. that I don't, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't think I would have the, honestly, I don't think I would have been able to tell you. It would have been very awkward. You might have said I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would have, I would have, but I wouldn't have. Um, you wouldn't have gone any further than a simple "I enjoyed it." I was like, I was time. impressed with it, Dan. Honestly, like it's much more layered than I really thought it would be. Like, I like there are some very sad moments in there that, like, you know, really tugged at my heartstrings and shit. So, I didn't <clears> know you had it in you. Well, uh, thank you, Catherine. Um, <laughs> Catherine. Well, yes. I know. I hate when he does that. It's not my name. Can we can we talk about the, the the movie thing? So here's my thing about the movie, Dan. The movie, the movie, the movie within the book. No, the movie that that you, we would make from this book. Oh, oh, the movie you make from. Oh, the we're book. making a movie. What um, there's so much inner dialogue, and and so much of the pleasure I took from the book are, are you know you're like thinking things from both sides, almost like uh, ruminations on things and and little. Uh, trivia facts that spark thoughts in you that lead, you know, domino like within your brain to like apprehension and neuroses. But anyway, how would how would you put all that onto it into a screenplay? It seems some, that would be challenging because, you know, you need more. I think you'd have to adapt it with some come up with some more plot points. Maybe or I mean, you could, you know, you, you could have like uh, voiceover. Uh, you know, um, uh, which I don't like which, movies like that so much. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, like any 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 time you convert a book into a movie, you're going to lose some stuff, but you're going to gain some stuff because especially yeah. because it's comedy. And so all of a sudden, all the comedic moments become more uh, alive because comedy is comedy like music is meant to be heard. And it's, it doesn't translate quite as well to the printed page. So you'd gain some stuff and you'd lose some stuff. But I think, yeah, you're absolutely right. But I think that's with any book that gets adapted is you're going to lose some stuff along the way. But that's the beauty of it, you see, because then you say, oh, but the book is better. You know, you got to read the book. So then I make money on both ends. Yeah, but let's, for instance, if you read Marathon Man, which that's Goldman, right? That's the guy you're talking about. Yeah, uh, that's that's right. Yeah. We mentioned so you, read, you read that book. It's like you're, it's like you're seeing a movie. Like, you know, it, it was, was, the, was the movie uh, written first? Because sometimes they'll write a book after them. I mean, they'll no, novelize the movie. I, I believe the book was written first. I believe the book was written first. I'll it's probably like a script play first and then kind of like 
turn into a novel, I think. Yeah, sometimes they do that. I mean, no, normally uh, they don't, but... But I think, like, there's, like, major movies. Oh, no, no, it was, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was, the novel was first. The novel was first. And Jaws' but, but novel I, was first, too. I think there's major movies that, you know, the book, both book and movie are completely different, but yet they're very good, both of them, and you can enjoy different kind of, you know... Yeah, I think you would have to. I, no, I'm gonna answer your question. Like I said, I think you'd 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 gain a lot in a movie, and you'd lose some stuff. And I think you just you just have to say that the movie you know works differently than the book, and both are good. And and I would recommend both seeing the movie and buying the book. Uh, Who would and, play uh, Ira? Well, Ira was written as somebody uh, yeah, that was 38 to 40 in the book he goes he starts at 38 he ends the book at 40 so i'm a little old for that also he's described as tall but of course doesn't have to be that way you can any character you know you could change it for the movie um who's tall and goofy uh, i mean like if you if you were the director and you to choose that don't worry about tall and age or anything from everybody who would you choose to be well I, i'd be the obvious choice if we weren't considering age yeah and if we weren't considering marketability at the box office. Although if it can't be you, maybe Brad Pitt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I don't know, uh, somebody that's kind of, you know, I think the guy that was in Judd Apatow's uh, Netflix show, Love, um, I don't remember his name. What about superstars? Like who would play? His name was Paul Rust, Paul Rust. So he'd be a good one. Uh, he's not a superstar necessarily. Um, he's actually the perfect age, he's 40. But um, so what, far about, as, what, like, what about like superstars? Who would you know? A superstar? Uh, uh, not not like, maybe Kate Herman. Uh, e either personally knows or um, somebody that would be uh, appropriate. Oh, what about Kieran Culkin? That's Paul Rust. Can you see him? Yeah, that's Paul Rust. Isn't that his name? No, Dan. You need something more handsome than that. Yeah. I'm thinking, uh, no, the guy on Succession. What 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 about Owen Hello, Wilson? Joe. I kind of see him in that role. Owen uh, Wilson's also too old now. You're thinking like all these people are like. Old. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. No, it does matter. With he's some still... makeup, it can be. No, no, he's still banging. All I know is I want to play Stephanie. You want to play so, Stephanie? Uh, yeah, I think you'd be a decent Stephanie. You, I, uh, the description doesn't really <clears throat> in the book isn't you, but look in in the Shawshank Redemption, the <laughs> character Red was played by a black man who was not black in the sh in the novella that uh, the Shawshank Redemption novella. So obviously, it doesn't have to. You're not married to it, but. Um, so do we pick Charlotte yet? I, I, I was I looking up something while you. Charlotte's were tricky because Charlotte has to be um half indian looking she doesn't actually literally have to be half indian but she should look like she's half indian or half sri lankan if you want to be technical uh and has a and can do a convincing french accent what about that's that hot chick that's in all those uh christopher nolan movies you're not supposed to say hot she was in in, in uh the movie about sleeping probably have to find a french actress for that role yeah so you know dan when you when you wrote the book like just like you know, also, I think a lot of people will be interesting in like, because this is your first novel, you know? It may be my last, because I really, I, I put everything into this thing. I don't think I have anything left to say. I <laughs> I, I, just, I, I just threw everything into this damn thing. You know, it's funny, like Colin also said, like, this is the hardest thing that he ever done. Uh, do you agree with that? Well, he he didn't write a Writing novel. A book? It was the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, 
I think doing comedy in French was it was was the hardest thing I've ever done. But um, um, you know, professionally, in any case. Uh, but it was damn hard. Yeah, it was damn fucking hard. But who's that, Marion Cotillard? Yeah, is she yeah. French? Yeah, she is, but she's not dark. I mean, I you know, I guess you could fudge that. Maybe you could you could get put on. I don't know. You could put makeup on her, but oh no, she she could totally be half like Indian. With with the, they can come out white skin like that. <laughs> dark enough. Yeah, but okay, she's only hot enough. Pardon? She's, she's sure hot enough. Beautiful, yeah. Marion Cotillard is beautiful, yeah. She may be a little old too, because Charlotte is 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 somewhat younger than Ira. Charlotte's about, uh, I she uh, well no she's about thirty and change when the when the book ends. Uh, so she's too old. But so, I like this fantasizing. This is this is this is fun, you know. But you can you can have uh, casting calls, Dan. <laughs> that's, that's yeah, I got a fake casting. Yes. Oh, we can we can do a, a casting couch if you want. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have a oh, black yeah. couch and a ben, camera. you can rack up some Me Too lawsuits. Publicity, <laughs> <laughs> you know, as long as it's nothing too over the top. <laughs> so when you, uh, Dan, when you, when you wrote the book in the beginning, like how did, you know, how did you come up with like, okay, did you have like, if you, if you want to walk somebody who never wrote a book before, which I am sure a lot of people that listen and. Well, that was me. Uh, yeah, a short time ago. Wanted to do that. So how, like not knowing anything like what's a process of like okay do you, do you put a timeline did you have an idea do you start right whatever i had an idea you know and and uh, the idea was you know a comic that writes a memoir that learns about himself through the memoir and we'll leave it at that because i don't want to reveal like, any of the you know plot mm. points that are you know surprises and um so that was the idea and then i mean i guess everybody's different but i just roughly knew in my head where i wanted it to go um you know, and what the surprises were going to be. Yeah. But I didn't have it mapped out with great detail. I just had it mapped out in general. And then I just started doing it, and I just did it little by little. Like, you know, I try to write a page a day. I didn't, but I, I mean, that, the idea was to write a page a day. Um, and then... Yeah. You, oh, go ahead, sorry. And sorry. it just got... Eventually, enough days go by, and it gets, it gets done, and then I um, edited it, and, you know, and... Um, and oh, who's that? Oh, Liza Golden. That seems pretty perfect. Half Indian, half American. The Texas-born Jersey girl. Too. Okay, so these are half, I look up half Indian actresses. Uh, Kelly Gale. Uh, 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 wait, wait. Do we skip one? The top one. Half look Indian at half model. Indian models. These are models, so you know they may or may not have acting ability. Anybody can act, Dan. We've established that. Uh, <laughs> Jamie Gunn. Indian. Well, I looked up half Indian, half Asian actresses actually and uh, i'm half indian half uh, well i'm happy to meet French. with any of these young ladies and discuss it why yeah. why do i have a feeling that the re this research normally have done before like it was so already <laughs> all google <laughs> <laughs> she looks she looks like uh, charlotte yeah any of these women could certainly look like charlotte i mean the only thing i will insist on is is is, is a french accent that is authentic this woman has a better derriere than I. Oh, than it's I amazing! Charlotte. But anyway, anyway, ah, you know, uh, her name is uh, Tamara Moss. You know, when are they going to stop portraying? You know, this is a sad, when are they going to stop portraying women this way? When they, at the same time that they want men to stop thinking of women that way, but that's a whole other issue. That's a whole other podcast. Okay, go ahead. Uh, can you take Como off the screen before? <laughs> I like how you ask that question. Then Como for for those who listen and not watch, you know. 
you should go to our YouTube channel and watch as well because it's a lot of fun, you know, seeing reactions and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So uh, then the book, Ira Shapiro. Spiro. Spiro. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Spiro. <laughs> I always no because we had that conversation before. Maybe we should have it now. Why did you name Spiro not Shapiro? Why, why is it Ira Spiro? Yeah. Um, I thought that. A couple of reasons. Number one, syllabically, I think Ira Spiro is 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 just a little more um, efficient than Ira Shapiro, and also Ira Spiro is not as screamingly Jewish as Ira Shapiro. I don't want, but like I I I'm trying to get the get the the Gentiles to buy this book, so I don't want to be too obvious that I it's a you know it's Ira Shapiro. Yeah. Well, Dan, you failed at that. I got to tell you that. Because <laughs> Spiro, I think most people think Spiro is an Italian name. I may get some Italian book sales going. Yeah, but you started with Ira. Yeah, but Ira's kind of, Ira, I don't know. Kate, does Ira scream Jewish to you? Yes. Okay. Maybe you should, you're right, though. You should have called it Hatem Spiro. And people will have no idea what he's talking about. Because they don't even know it's a name. Yeah, I, I just thought Ira's a funny name. So, and, 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 and Ira's a comic that talks a bit about his name and his act. Um, so, that came in handy, you know, but... Um, I feel like I noticed that some of your some of the jokes that Ira uses are loosely based on some of your. Well, but by loosely based, you mean word for word uh, ripoff. <laughs> but but uh, some of the yeah, I, a couple of jokes. Well, I've used all these jokes. I've I've tested them. Ira just again just to review. Ira's a comic. The character Ira's a comic, and so there's scenes in the book that he, where he's doing comedy. So where did I get the jokes? Well, some of them are from my act. Uh, some of them were at jokes that I've tried out just to make sure they work. And, and um, you know, because I wanted the jokes to be good because I think a lot of times when comedy is portrayed in... So, in so that's, that's interesting. When you, when you went on stage and, and you wanted to do a joke for Ira, were you playing Ira or you were still... No, I mean, Ira's close enough to me anyway that it, yeah. you know, to play do, Ira. Do but... you hate doing stand-up as much as Ira does? Um, sometimes, yes. Sometimes yes. Um, I, I, I that, that that you know I exaggerated. Ira's no. I never. You know, well, I don't want to give anything away. But but um, Ira's stage fright. Yeah, I do get stage fright. When I'm at the cellar, I'm at ease, and it's okay because it's like home. But 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 when I'm performing at other venues, it's, I never I never wanted to be a stand-up for this long. I thought I'd do it, get my sitcom, and get like Seinfeld. Yeah. You know, when I was starting stand-up comedy, like you had all these guys like Seinfeld and Tim Allen and Roseanne Barr. They had been doing stand-up for five to eight years, and then they got sitcoms, and then that was it. And I thought, okay, that's that, that'll be my trajectory, you know. I also didn't realize how brutally lonely stand-up was. For some reason, I thought you could make like a good living in the city, and I didn't realize you had to go to like Columbus, Ohio and, uh, you know, Poughkeepsie, New York to, to make money. And it's just brutally lonely, you know. So it's just not what I bargained for. So um, I, 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 uh, I miscalculated on all levels. Did you ever have like any of the experiences, like with the like the two big ones that you've shown the, that you have in the book? Uh, the like, two big ones. Uh, no, no. But I have had very. I have. You, had you, you tell the, listen, these are experiences where he he found it unable to go on with his show. Go ahead. Okay, that might I be. I didn't a, know how to do it without giving. Spoilery-ish, but you know, <laughs> it's still enough to. Yeah, no, I, I was always able to complete. Well, at one time I could not complete a show at Gnome's Club, um, 
believe it or not, it was only a 10-minute show, and I, I had issues, digestive issues, at the uh, village, uh, at the Fat Black Pussycat Lounge. Uh, I'll leave it at that. Let's just say... Uh, that let's just say I had one kebab too many, and... Uh, <laughs> I was on stage at the undergrad, the lounge at the Fat Black Pussycat, and I, I knew going on stage, I said, I, I might have 15 minutes in me, but I'm not sure. And about 10 minutes into the act, I said, oh, I just said, thank you, that's it for me. And the MC was, was not there, and I, had a, and I ran out into the bar and said, I forgot who the MC was, but I, whoever it was, I said, get on, I, oh, I think it was Seton Smith. I said, get on stage, get on stage, get on stage. And he ran in and got on stage. And I ran downstairs to the bathroom. Uh, Ali was there, as always, in those days, smiling, happy to see me. The happiness was short-lived. He's the bathroom attendant. And then I ran into the stall, and it was awkward for everybody. What can I tell you? But... Uh, uh, I know no one doesn't like those kinds of stories, but it's a, it's a, it's a true story. It happened, yeah. and that's the only time I could not finish a set. Uh, but um, yeah, I think I think this book is you know, it's for so many people. Did you have somebody in mind when you write like a certain crowd when you write this for? Because I think it could apply to anybody, like comedy fan, non comedy. At first, fan. I thought it to myself, I don't want to write about comedy because I want to. I want to do something different. And so many people do stuff about comedy that are comedians. But then ultimately I said, you know what? That's my bread and butter. And I, and I, if I can appeal to comedy fans, at least I'll have a base mm -hmm. uh, to, you know, you'll have some number of readers, however many there are. Um, and then, but I do, but I'll try to write it like, like how big a comedy fan do you have to be to, to enjoy this book? I'm not sure. I don't think you have to be. I think mm -hmm. anybody that would enjoy Mrs. Maisel or the show Hack would enjoy this book. So if you have some passing interest in stand-up, and most people do, yeah, I think you would enjoy the book. It's got other elements to it. You know, there's a love story. And so uh, I don't think you have to be a hardcore comedy fan to like it, but I do think a hardcore comedy fan would find it uh, extra interesting because I really yeah. get, you know, I really, I think, um, get into the mind of a comic, you know, and, and the joke writing process is also um, explored, which I, I think... I think it's also great because it's not Hollywood yet. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's real, as real as it gets, you know? And I think everybody should go right now to Amazon and get IRS Piro and put the uh, the code NOM and nothing's going to happen, but still you can buy the book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's only $4.99. I would also add, by the way, that it's only $4.99 on Kindle. And because somebody told me I should price it that way. I don't know if that was a right move, but when I, in any case. Um, Not cheap, but... Okay. People are apparently are influenced by price. Yeah, when they're buying books. Well, I what I did was I signed up for the free trial of Kindle Prime or whatever it's called. Oh, I and, can. Uh, and I plan on canceling it now. So. Okay, I guess you can do that. I do get I do get revenue from not much, by the way, but uh, I do get some revenue if you read it that on Kindle Unlimited. Dan, that is support from a friend, right? Yes. God forbid yeah. you should have to spend. Seriously, I think you need to buy the physical book because because you need to have this because this is going to be history. You're going to no, remember gonna this episode. Yeah. You're going to go back in time. I want to say I'm two waiting things. for the hardcover. To come. Well, there's not going to be a hardcover unless unless a big publisher picks it up. But I, I would just uh, say two things. Number one, you can get a free sample on Kindle. If you go to Amazon, you can download three or four chapters for free. No commitment. See if you like it. 
And number two, anybody that brings this to the comedy cellar when I'm there will get a autograph from me if they if they come up to you me. No, I think I think you should do what um what's his name? I mean, we still got to talk about the book. I just want to put the link in the middle on the sales in the middle, but you know, because if in case somebody doesn't listen to the whole thing. Uh, but also you should uh, do what uh, Justin Timberlake did. He just walked into uh, Barnes and Nobles and signed all his books, except you might get arrested, but you know, um, you should do it. You just walk into your books and just sign it. All right. So Why do you, have, you should have a book signing though. I told him. Yeah, it's too Be planning something. A little calm. Uh, I want to talk about the, the reviews. Amazon so the- has all five-star reviews except for, this kills me. So they're and they're all verified purchases. The only four star review. Have you seen it, Dan? There's two four star reviews and one one that they're not reviews. They're two four star ratings and one one star. Of course, I saw it. Yeah. So the only four star review is from our friend Fred Kaplan. Really? Who loved your book, but couldn't couldn't squeeze out the extra star. That's just that's just that's just oh, he, he did that. Oh, I didn't. I guess, even he, I guess he reserves the extra star to Shakespeare and, and the greatest works. Well, of I, I do think there's there, there's such a thing as there's such a thing as 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 um as uh, review as review inflation. You know, people yeah. get five stars to anything, and perhaps you should just preserve five stars. No, I don't. I don't agree. I I think the star shouldn't have been. Even about it's about the experience. I had this book. I read it. I really have fun. I enjoyed. Haven't even the finished moment. it yet. I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying in general, this what reviews should be. You know, I go to a restaurant. I have a great experience. You know, I I give a five. It's 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 about a lot of elements. It's not about like oh, I'm comparing it to this. It's not about comparison. It's about the moment that you live. I, I, I'm just saying I find it I find it funny that Fred, who's our friend, who we yeah. know I just literally saw Fred the other night. Yeah. He's like tell, telling me, Oh, this should be a movie. I'm really enjoying it. Four stars. But 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 I'll tell you what, I think four stars gives it a little more credibility because if all your reviews are five stars, everybody's gonna be like, Oh, it's all his friends. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Now there's only one crappy review. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like the person read the book at all. It seems like some Opie and Anthony type uh, anti. What does anti- it say? It's oh, you don't want to hear Arik S. Does that name sound familiar? A R E C. It's not verified, so he didn't buy the book. Didn't buy and the book. Says Dan Adam writing a book on comedy is like me writing a book on basketball. I've played pickup games my whole life, but I'm just not that good. I truly hope no one else wastes their time reading this book. I implore you, read anything else. Who did you hurt, Dan? A lot of people look. Not I'm not for everybody, which is good news because I don't think you should be for everybody if you're a comic. He yeah. didn't read the book, Dan. The likelihood is he didn't read the book. Also, I quarrel with the premise because I think a lot of people that don't play basketball could write a wonderful book about basketball. Sure. But but, but 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 be that as it may, um, you know, uh, yeah. I mean, and 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 to be honest, and you know, things like reviews. I don't look at reviews a lot, especially you know, because I work in clubs and restaurants a lot of times and you know how these things work all the yelp or stuff you can buy stuff you can have you know and people uh, a wise man once told me that people only go uh to write a review if they complain nobody have a great experience they just go and like write a review they just enjoy the time you know so i would i would say just uh buy the book read it Enjoy I, I, you don't even have to read it. I would just say buy the book. <laughs> uh, you could read it if you want. And then you're going to sign it forever, show up to the comedy seller. Anybody and- that shows up to the comedy seller, if I'm there, sure, I'll sign your book. Yeah. If you're right, a, a young lady, uh, 
You might even get a drink out of it. I don't I think know. I've identified the bad reviewer by cross-referencing our Comedy Cellar database. Ooh. So I looked up the name Arik, A-R-E-C, within all our reservations. And there's only one Arik, somewhat regular, and he, his last name begins with an S. Whoa. That's I, tell you, I tell you, I tell you one thing. Here's what I do a lot of times because I, I really um, studied that reviewing thing. And I, I want everybody to do that. Go to the person that write a bad review. Don't, we don't need to find them. We don't care about that. You will find that every review he wrote in everything else is bad. He sees the world as half empty. You know, that's my opinion. Because I saw a guy that was complaining about a place that I... You know, a cafe I, I live by, and it's a very nice family-oriented cafe. I was like, nobody hates these people. And I found out this guy, and I actually never been to community board before, but I want to defend them. And I was like, this guy, I printed all the reviews that he wrote about our restaurants. All of them are bad. Not one person is good. You know, I was like, this is this is who you are. So who cares? No, this no. is one of these these people just trying to hurt Dan. Yeah. He's probably like uh, one of those cringe humor type fellows. Maybe he follows legions of skanks. I have nothing against those people, but they generally are not fans of mine. Yeah. No. Um, Can we find his LinkedIn page? Trying to find now. So, so um, then for for the for the ending, did you have different? Uh, we're not going to reveal anything, obviously, and I didn't let finish it yet. But did you have different ways of ending? And then you'll be like, okay, I'm going to well, go with this. I totally found him. Yes. Because I went to, I found his Facebook page. What's he do? First, and the first post is for the Bay Club Comedy Club, a pop-up outdoor comedy club in the Bay Club, Redondo Beach. So, and he's, he's clearly somebody in the comedy world. Um, Just a disclaimer, we're not sure. Is he a stand-up comic? I'm gonna send. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna uh, put the link in for you guys in the thing. I don't want to. I don't want to say his name. I don't want to get in trouble with the. Uh, you know. And we shouldn't care really about. You know, everybody's entitled to do whatever they want. I love know? playing detective. Yeah, it's it's more. Uh, we used to play it when we were young. It's called Mossad and Palestinians, but you know. Yeah, <laughs> Dan, I feel like there should have been more murder in the book. <laughs> that would have been good. Well, more murder. There wasn't any murder, but but. Um... You had a serial killer joke. I did? Yeah, I think so. If I remember correctly. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, maybe that, maybe so that was in your candle-free um, membership one. There you go. Okay, I sent you guys the link of the guy who uh, I'm pretty sure is the is the hostile... Yeah. Re- now, not only is a hostile reviewer, which is just... It's unbecoming, but... Um, he, he was so easy to track down. I tracked him down while I was doing a podcast in front of a world audience. He doesn't, he's not even in New York. Yeah, but anyway. Well, we're well, not sure that this is the guy. And, you know. Oh, come on. That, that's, it, that, the likelihood is overwhelming that it's the guy. People like you think that Jesse Smollett was actually uh, attacked. You know, like, like we're, we're, we're sure. We're sure. What, 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 what do you define people like me? What do you mean? Who could, who could have trouble mm-hmm. with that level of, of specificity? I mean, it's clear. I looked him up. His name is Arik S. He's a comedian. It's like, come on. I found oh, his yeah. stand-up comedy. It's not a it's not a common name at all. It's the only name uh, Arik in the entire Comedy Cell database of millions of people. Yes, and it's his last name is S, and he's in the comedy. Oh, like ninety nine point nine 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 percent likelihood that this is this is who he is. Yeah, yeah. But in any case, whatever. I mean, 
I don't necessarily have ill will toward these people. Um, you what know, back you in the old day, in the old days, I mean, they're you know they're idiots, but they don't have ill will toward them. But but you know, back in the old days where I was called a hack by some of the people at Cringe Humor, I was like, all right. I mean, uh, Robert Kelly tried to like broker a a, a, a um, like a meeting. Like I I don't have anything against them. I there's nothing to meet. I, I you know that's their opinion. A I don't meeting what? a meeting about what. Just to just to try to smooth things over, like to take me off the hack page on cringe humor or whatever. I don't know. Wow. But um, why would anybody do that? This is crazy. Well, people are entitled to their opinion, and you know, I mean, if you, I'm not famous, but if I were famous, there'd be a lot more of that kind of hostility. I mean, there's people that call. You know, there's nobody out there that that's that's doing comedy that somebody except the tell and ship. Maybe there's a few people, but by and large. Anybody is going to have their detractors, and some of those detractors are going to be hostile and mean. And and, and no, I understand know. that part, but I'm, I don't understand they're voting a, a page and call it hacks and put people in it. Well, like, what I, is that? You know, I don't know. You'd have to talk to them, but um, yeah, it's their way of feeling superior. It's you know, it's just like everything else these days. That's crazy. So endings, you didn't answer my question. Did you yeah, have a lot okay, of distracted because Noam found the guy. But uh, ending. So the ending was. I knew how I wanted it to end, but then COVID came along, and so I just kind of ended it at COVID. It was like a nice bullet point, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and he goes in. It kind of ends with the lockdown. So that's how I it. Thought ends. it was, I thought it was going to end that Charlotte died of COVID, and that, and then you had to spend your life. I want without the spoilers, but dealing with with everything else yeah. that had accumulated in the book. That's what I. I, I that's what I thought was going to happen. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, were you? Nobody what? died of COVID. Um, no, nobody died of COVID uh-huh. uh, in the book. Um, well, that might have been an interesting way to go. It's too late now. I already wrote it. Well, if you if you uh, buy the book and read it, and you come up with a an idea for a better ending, email us. Yeah, I, it kind of and felt I like you. I like to discuss it with Dan. It felt <laughs> like you want. I liked. I thought it was done, and then there was another chapter. I like you know it. what I mean? Yeah, like, so no, I did feel like it was done, and then there was another chapter. So, uh, yeah. So it was the idea. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's bad. I, I you know. No, the, I just I can't I can't criticize this book. It, the ending, everything was perfect. This book is great. Yeah, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's like an interesting way to do it because it because at first like those endings like the one where I thought it was done felt like kind of a cop out. So I'm I'm liking that there was another chapter. Yeah, I, I agree too. I like to use the same the same uh, uh, technique. So yeah, even in shows and Dostoevsky. He, yeah. I, I think in the end of Crime and Punishment, there's like a thing, and then there's another chapter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's even also in too TV many shows. There's an ending, and you think it's over, and it's black screen, and then there's another little thing. You should have ended it like The Sopranos ended, Dan. You should have just like just stopped in the middle of a sentence. <laughs> 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 it was I never saw the Sopranos, believe it or not. Oh, really? Just- hey, by the time Sopranos came along, I was already done with the mafia. You know, I I, I ended my mafia phase with Goodfellas. I'm like that. I'm not going to do better than that. So let's just Dan start. What let, let the, the mafia go with that. Watch the Sopranos. I know people I, love the Sopranos. We'll I have another it. formatting question, not to like harp on your punctuation choices and stuff, but I don't know if it's just because I read it on the Kindle thing, but like in the in the chapter with your father, the way that that ends, it, you spaced out the last six or seven lines. No, I don't know if that's like a Kindle error. That's a Kindle error. 
Because it kind of made it, but it's like a I think it made it's a it more dramatic. Virgin. I kind of liked it. It's a free virgin, Kate. Yeah, you didn't pay for it. What are you complaining about? <laughs> Listen, it wasn't supposed to be free. I'm just good at loopholes. You didn't and, uh, even get. Not so- I'm sorry, Dan. I'm gonna buy a paperback cover just so you I don't can have to get buy a a, an autograph and a drink. I yes. bought two copies of this book, and I'm not lending it to Kate because I didn't get the last book I lent. Her. I gave it back. I returned it to. And, and by the way, who wrote the last book I lent you? Fred Kaplan. Fred Kaplan. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm gonna go to Fred Kaplan's books and all the reviews that I wrote, and I'm gonna change it to four stars. I'm gonna write great reviews and just give it four stars. Yeah. This book is amazing. You can't believe how good this book is. Four stars. <laughs> <laughs> I feel all like right. Eric's review was his attempt at like getting a bitten or whatever, and it kind of fell flat anyway. Yeah, f- fuck that guy, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> so then, how do you feel now that you have that you are a, a, a novelist? I feel superior. I feel uh, <laughs> you should you should do a TED talk. I feel quite literary. I, you know. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what's wrong with this guy, Ark. Because really, by he now that I know that he seems to be a, a, a comic trying to make it, just like Dan's a comic trying to make it, right? So let's say, let's say you, let's say he actually read the book, which I don't think he did. Let's say he didn't like it. Why can't you keep it to yourself? Like, why do you want to hurt another peer who's trying to to make it? You're, you know, like if you're like one of these Amazon reviewers, you're a literary person, and you give thoughtful reviews of books, pros and cons. And I get that, you know. Of, of people who can take a punch, like established authors and stuff like that. But why would you want to squash a fledgling fellow comic with an insult, a personal insult, not even an insult about the book, right? Just an insult about Dan. It's, it, it's, doesn't that say an awful lot about a person? Yeah, I mean, maybe he was just trying to get his name recognized by people at the cellar, which I guess he did. But. Is it possible he, 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 he objects to my stance on Israel-Palestine? I'm looking at his last name, and I'm wondering whether that might be a... Oh, oh now you have to... I was on your side until you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, you know what? I like to him. To be fair, just for fun, I did ask <laughs> Esty to, to request a tape from him. <laughs> <laughs> and, and give him four, four stars. How many stars did they give you? Oh, I, I just think it would be good for Dan to get working on the sequel. If when this guy comes uh, and, and it'd be a great scene when this guy comes to the cellar to perform. And Dan is that, is that an Arabic last name? Uh, Hatem. What's the last name? Well, we're not going to reveal it. But if you click on the, oh, on okay, the uh, link, uh, I'll, I'll tell you, but I, I doubt it. <laughs> you doubt it. Yeah, I don't, it's not it's not our style. And you know, what's funny, like just I always say that to people, if you go to YouTube and you look at like, you know how there's like scenes of. Uh... Oh, yeah, it could, it could be it could be like Persian or something. Or... Yeah, I think it's it could be Indian, Persian, something like that. Not Indian. I have an Indian friend with the same last name. I'll, I'll Google it. Maybe he's um, soon. So, yeah, if you go to YouTube and you find like um, clips of the Bible or Torah or Quran, you'll find people disliking it. Like, how could you like, there's just people don't like stuff, you know? So whatever, who cares? You know, I didn't care for the Bible. No, but are you not going to go dislike, like put a dislike? No, I gave it three stars. I thought that, well, well, we all knew the ending. So it's kind of like, I just didn't like Luke's chapters. as much. I looked up the name, Dan. It is the 823. 3,466th most common name in the world. And the distribution nap, I, I'll show you the, hold on. I'll, I, I just want to make sure it doesn't um, show his the name by accident. Hold on, let me go real quick here. And then I can do it like this. 
Ah, okay. All right. Um, that's the distribution map. So I guess that's Italy, uh, Turkey, Iran, and India down here is Indonesia. I told you it's an Indian name. Well, but it seems like it's it's it might be like Pashtun or something. Muslim, Muslim. It's not Muslim. Trying to put us in everything. <laughs> well, uh, 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 India is is one of the biggest Muslim countries as well as Hindu. And if you if the if the other people are in Iran and Turkey, you presume in that. No, and the, the other world, people are also Muslim. in Italy and in Finland and in. Well, that's 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 immigration. But I'm just saying, like, oh yeah. Uh, Unbelievable the way we're just saying he may have a beef with with my stance on Israel Palestine. No, I don't think so. I don't think any if anybody have beef with stands, will be have beef with Noam or me. You never extreme, yeah, you're kind of in the middle. I mean, he's obviously obsessed with you, Dan. Yeah, I think it's you, Dan. Dan. I think it's you. But like I, mean, I said, as a comedian, I think, you know, if somebody really dislikes what you do, that uh, is not necessarily a bad sign. It means that you're doing something perhaps a little different or a little interesting. Yeah, maybe maybe he wanted to perform in one of your shows. He, he wanted to open for you. And he said, no, never know. Well, anyway, things happen like I that. He, I, hope he finds, I hope he finds peace with himself. Yeah, I think I think Norm can get his address. We can send him a, a signed copy of your book as a gift. <laughs> <laughs> you know and uh ask him to um uh to come and debate i mean i mean noam does that a lot in his show uh, the you show uh you know when people criticize the invite him and come talk you know it's actually could be yeah we should we should get this guy on you know what yeah. con contact him hot time let's get this guy on our podcast why me because it's muslim no, because you're the charge of the book. And, and, <laughs> and then, um, tell him it's about something else. Well, how, fr how freaked out he would be. It's like, hey, I go knock his door. It's like, hey, we want to get you because you write a bad review. <laughs> that would actually be classic. Get him on there. We'll bring Dan on. He will, we'll, we'll pretend we don't. We have no. And just by coincidence, we'll say, oh, what about your book, Dan? How's it? Let me, let me do it. <laughs> Wait a second. Is this you? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's talk about like we brought you here to talk about uh, the Israeli uh, Palestinian thing, but from a different angle, what do you think of Dan Natterman's book? <laughs> no, I, I want to whatever. Go ahead. Well, so what else? Are we, is it, are we on? Are we done? Bye, Dan no. book. We're not done. I have a lot of questions. I can't have a lot of questions. You have I mean, a lot of questions, I'm sure. I don't have any more questions. I, I well, we're already an hour. I don't know how much how long you want to do this show, but I, I, I'm you know I'm available. After oh. 57 minutes of this, if somebody's not interested in buying this book, I don't think we got any left, anything left in the three minutes. Does it come with a date with Kate? <laughs> yeah, well, we haven't revealed the big ending for this show is what each of you going to have to promise something for whoever is going to buy a book, oh. you know? So, Kate, what are you going to do for people to buy the book? Uh... You want to sign? Yeah, why do I have to well, go? I'm gonna sign. We're so gonna go for each okay. So Dan is gonna sign. If they're gonna go seller and I'm there, I'll sign. Yeah. I'll throw in half price comedy seller tickets. Whoa. Oh, there you go. Half price comedy seller tickets. Okay. Wait, how are you gonna how are you to anybody that buys the book or to anybody that shows up at the door with a copy of the book? No, it shows uh, to to buy the book and uh be a verified purchase from Amazon. No, all you have to do is buy the book, take a picture with it. In your social media and tag Dan Natterman. No, no, they can pass the book around. I need a verified purchase. <laughs> People who do that don't have friends, Norm. <laughs> they can't pass it around. Verified purchase. So, so, so I wouldn't be able to get a verified purchase, and then you will offer them half price, Norm. 
Yeah, I might even give them. I might even get. Might even give them hundred uh, percent off, depending on how many people show up with this. Yeah. So if you verified an email, uh, I'll, I'll I'll forward it to Norm. There you go. That's very generous, Norm. For the next, uh, for, well, I'm gonna try it for a week. And the offer, the offer is is good until when? Yeah. Let's say till. Uh, is so it this valid? Episode comes up, this episode comes on Tuesday. So is it valid say, in in Maine and New Hampshire? Because oftentimes things aren't. Not valid in locations where the law precludes this. Void where prohibited. Void where prohibited. Yeah. And also not available to any um, any uh, family members of Comedy Cell uh, affiliated. And the date has to be purchased after this, not prior. Oh, like go. the like if you get a hundred dollars if you get the vaccine, but not if you got it when you were supposed to. That's exactly. That's exactly. Yeah. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kate, your turn. What are you going to do? Uh, I mean, I don't really have that many services to offer. I can give you like a winning fantasy football lineup or whatever. Oh, that's or, good. Like, I'll be nice. I don't know. What do you want? Uh, she's, uh, I don't want anything. <laughs> that's a stupid question. It's a stupid question. It's inappropriate to ask Kate. Hatem, <laughs> you have your second, uh, your third shot yet? No. You know, I called you last week and you never picked up. I had some really good news. So... What was when I call you, it, it's something important. I don't call you to chat. So it's so weird. I called my doctors. I did the antibody. You know how I never developed antibodies before? Yeah. So I called them and they said that the vaccine worked very well for me, that I developed one of the most highest antibody that I've ever seen. They said they don't like, they don't recommend third shot right now, but I, they said, I'm, you know, I responded very, very well to the vaccine. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful news. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, interesting. They didn't, they didn't. They didn't switch the vials or something. <laughs> <laughs> that happens, you know. Um, now, if I said that to Dan, he'd be like, he'd be, he'd be googling how often does vial switching happen, and <laughs> <laughs> that's the way he is. Well, that's great. That's great news. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So, but but uh, you know, I think people, uh, if the doctor, you know, ask them to get the third shot, they should. You know, uh, so far they told me don't take it yet. There's not enough study. In their opinion, it seems like West Coast doctors are more going for it, but not East Side. I don't East, East Coast. I don't know why. But my doctors say to hold off for a third shot. But that's for me, for my doctors. Israel, Israel's already giving it out, you know, like candy. So, yeah, yeah. And, and after they're done with everybody, they're going to give it to the rest of the world, except, you know, who? Let's um, be honest. If there's one thing uh, my people are good at, we're good. We're good at being doctors. All right. Like, I'm. if, if you want to trust a Jewish doctor, take the third shot. Israel's true, take the third true. shot. Sure, sure. And if you buy Dan Nederman's book, I will give you a free one-way trip to Afghanistan on me. You know, you can enjoy all your time there. You can tell them I am with Iris Spiro <laughs> over there and see what's going to happen to you. Um, so, yeah. I haven't had any sales from Afghanistan. I have some, because uh, I can see, I have my dashboard where I can see who bought from where, and there's there's uh, some England, some Canada. Yeah. But no, 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 uh, Kandahar as of right now. Well, things been a little yeah. tough for last. They're a little busy for sure. Yeah, I don't know if you if you heard, but you know, but we do have actually because we have a, an Afghani superstar in this show. One time, we have a big follower from Afghanistan, like thousands. It's a great book to read on a plane, though. I hate myself for that, but. <laughs> 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 that is so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um yeah there was a scene in afghanistan where they could where people were throwing things you know they, they together the some horrible scenes people throwing their their children 
Yeah. I think I think I saw those two people throwing Dan's book. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the commercial will be the, 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 the throwing everything, you know, the luggage and stuff. And she and the woman's like, what about Dan's book? It's like, no, not Dan's book. That will be oh, that a commercial. Awesome. That's the commercial I'll do for you, Dan. Maybe they're seeing where they're burning my book in, in this town square, you know. Be... Well, that was I was talking about this before the show with Dan. I was like, I think one of the he need like a major publicity news. I think he should convert to Islam, you know, because that will be big news for a Jewish comic converted to Islam right after his book realized. I mean, your sales is gonna go off the roof. Yeah, what are you willing to do? Oh, to I don't know that I, me converting to Islam would make the news, to be honest with you. But No, because you're going to convert to Islam and decide you're going to burn your book because it's a Jewish Oh, thing. like Cat Stevens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a Jewish thing. So, all right, last final thoughts, anybody? It's I had great. Some, I, I had something else I wanted to say, but I, I, I sidetracked. It was really funny, too. But anyway, um, um, get the third shot, everybody. I'm a big believer in, in the third shot. Did you get it, Norm? Maybe. You did, didn't you? I said, listen, maybe. if you can get this guy in like while we were on air in five seconds, you got that third shot. You managed to find a way to get it. I know you. Yeah, I thought you had to wait eight months. There's no way. You just you just go to the, the internet and sign up for it. Did, did they give you money? No, I'm not saying I did. I'm saying there's no, there's no. Yeah, do you, oh, I, can you get the incentives for the third shot? I don't. Stop with your incentives. There's no, there's no, um, you can sign up for a shot at like CVS and just go take it. Uh, so do you have to take the third shot of the same vaccine that you got? Does that, anybody that's an know? interesting question. Um, you don't, in, in, in Europe, they're mixing doses. In America, they're recommending the third dose of the same vaccine. However, simultaneous to that, there's a study that just came out by the Mayo Clinic which is not yet peer reviewed, but the Mayo Clinic is, you know, not a fly by night operation uh, that says that the Moderna vaccine is much more effective. Yeah. 40 or 50% more effective at preventing infection, not severe disease, infection against Delta variant than Pfizer. And of course, the J&J is, you know, almost like a placebo. But <laughs> so, so it, it really seems like there's a good reason. Like if somebody like me who, who has small children. So I don't really like I don't, breakthrough infections seem to be survivable, but then I don't want to give it to my kids and all that. So you might want to take the Moderna. That's my advice. Yeah. I, I, I was lucky to get the Moderna. Um, are you going to vaccinate your kids? Norm, if they are allowed, uh, I got to see what um, president Trump says. Uh, advice. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah, got for... booed last night. Did you see that? No. About what? He did a speech and he said that um, to take the vaccine and the crowd booed him. Oh God. And then, and then he was like, just kidding. <laughs> did he really say just kidding? <laughs> <laughs> did he really say that? Kind of. That's, I got to watch that. Oh, um, yeah. I'm going to give my kids the vaccine. Yeah, of course I am. But um they're not eligible yet, right? They have they're to be 12. Yet, but, but I will be a little bit nervous about it, of course, but I, I, I'll give it to them. I mean, I had a vasectomy, so, you know. Yeah. So this got, is it. That's it. Yeah, I got, I, got, I, have a lot, I have a lot. I have a lot riding on these kids. Well, this book have a study at the end of the third vaccine. So if you want to buy it and find out if the vaccine is good for you. All right. Yeah. All right, uh, Dan. Uh, Thank you, Dan, for for uh, de uh, dedicating an entire episode to my book. That's amazing. 
No, because it's really if it, as Noam said, if it wasn't a good book, we'll be like, okay, whatever. But it was really very enjoyable, and I really highly recommend. And I, I would love everybody from uh, our audience give it a shot. It's really worth it. You're gonna have time, uh, and you're gonna have fun, and we would love you forever. And you can go to Amazon and buy it. Ira Spiro. Oh, so my information is just at Dan Natterman to follow me on Twitter and Instagram. And let's remember the offers. I'm going to give uh, uh, half price tickets. Kate is going to give a dollar to her to, ch to every charity, charity. Yeah, <laughs> every book that is that's sold. Yes. And we will have I was talking with Danny before that um, an event uh, for Danny's book will be a comedy show and uh, comedy and and maybe and reading, book signing. Uh, reading a certain yeah. uh, certain excerpts. If anybody, by the way, has a particular excerpt they think would be good to uh read let me know that that, that and i'm talking to the a the audience and b the panel yeah so kate, I, kate um if there's anything that touched you in particular and let's face it kate doesn't like the book as much as as noam does um and you I ignore like me, you like ignore me in that much. in that comparison you had kate in one end and noam is the other what about me Listen, i thought the book oh you haven't finished it hot tub but i loved it the okay. substance of the book is great I personally would have loved if you had quotation marks and punctuation. Otherwise, I like did have punctuation. Story... I did not use the Oxford comma, which I, I know is a very controversial choice, uh, but but I own that choice. I, I, I assume it. Uh, but the funny thing is, Kate, that's the first thing I noticed about the book on the first page. I said, damn, what the hell are these dashes? Yeah. Like, he's like, oh, it's done all the time. I'm like, I'm like looking for another example of a book. I'm like, I have never seen this in my life. We, we try to say, I don't read. And then Periel yeah. is like, I've never seen this. And I've never seen this either. However, yeah. Periel, well, maybe no. because I read books in French and maybe it's a French thing. I, you know? think, I think now when you said that today about it being a, a, a geographic thing, that makes sense to me. That's probably it right. might so, be. So maybe, maybe we'll do I, that. I, as is the lack of an Oxford comic. They In Europe, they often don't use the Oxford comic. But I certainly got used to it in like 15 seconds, Kate. It didn't, yeah. it didn't bother me all the way through the book. It well, did. No, I did too. It's just that because you use quotes in other places. You know what? I like the book very much is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I cried. I laughed. Well, if anybody, if, anybody, if anybody has uh, any, any. The parent stuff made me cry. If anybody have any excerpts that they think would be good to do at a reading, let me know because this this would be helpful to me. Yeah, you know? and and maybe I don't know I don't know the seller schedule, but maybe you can arrange that that event there. Oh, no I know. To. Do the reading of the death of the sun part, not the. the Why are you giving spoilers? S U N. You gotta cut that out. You gotta cut yeah, that I'll out. Take it no, out. not no S O N S U N. Oh yeah, because there's no sun that yeah. Yeah, there's no spoil. Did you guys read the book? Dan, did you read yeah, the book? Right. No <laughs> yeah, there is no son that dies. Is there? Oh, yeah, no, that, no, no, cut that out. Cut that out. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> oh, you talking about where, where Ira's, uh, Ira's kind of thinking about how the sun will be, you know, go go extinct in five billion years. So um, I like that. I, I never knew. I never thought about that. There's two TH sounds. Yeah. Uh, how do they describe them? Uh, I, I forgot because I looked that up online. There's the, 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 the TH sound in... The vocal cords. Yeah, one I forgot what it's called. The and then the th sound in like thorough. Think so. There's there's a t one of the th sounds actually requires go, uh, like the this. I ne it never occurred to me. Another th sound is a thought or a think, but yeah. but then I wondered in the dictionary, 
in the in yeah, there's a distinction when they do the pronunciation letters yeah, there, yeah there is a distinction yeah there is a distinction yeah, i never knew that so you can learn a lot from dan's book yeah that's in the book that's in the <laughs> I, everything remember, in the, remember this part of the book is pretty early in the book you probably remember, you know what we're talking about right <laughs> <laughs> so uh so yeah uh, yeah but I, I put everything but the damn kitchen sink into this book so again i don't know if i have another book in me but uh, maybe yeah you never know so uh, let people buy the book and we're gonna have a big event for dan gonna do comedy reading and it'll be free you it know will. i if you sign up we're gonna get ari to open <laughs> yeah ari's got oh that, that's a great idea Ari to open for Dan. No, that's that's actually so. Not scary. Ari, Arek, 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 yeah, Arek. Oh, I mean Arek. Uh, so uh, yeah, uh, and Kate, do you want to share information? Thank you very much. Um, I'm at Scotch the Cat on Instagram. And when is your next book coming up? My next book. The next. My next book or Kate's next Kate's. book? What's uh, on your reading list for your next book? I'm, I'm going. Reading. Bye, bye, everybody. Okay. Afghanistan book. What's it called? Where he walked through Afghanistan right after 9-11. Spaces between? No. Maybe? Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, and I hope, um, actually, when we have that event, I think we will talk. A lot of people want to buy books and write books and, and do stuff. So you can ask then all kind of questions, you know, and he's going to answer. And he's the perfect yeah, I think person. I'm wear, I think I'm going to wear a tweed jacket with patches. There you go. But I think it's uh, it's very uh, good. Idea. Talk with like an affected act, like, well, you know, when I was giving a lecture at Oxford, you know. <laughs> yeah, you can have that. So we will have that event. So buy the book, uh, send us a picture, email us that you want to be part of. It's going to be a private event, only invites, you know, and yeah, you will have I, a free I, ticket. I thought it was going to be public. No, it's going to be private. Oh, okay. But you have to be in the mailing list. Dan, can I, I do what I do? Okay, you do what you do. Yeah, you're in charge. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> uh, private event and um yeah you can email us at comedy seller uh, live from america at comedy seller.com thank you guys okay